A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, we have reviews to read. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. We absolutely love getting these. If you weren't aware, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been listening, I'm sure you know. Even if it's a bad one, we'll read it. Just make it five stars. <laughs> um, but we love reading them, and we are so grateful for all of you who have left them. Uh, let's do it. This first review comes from C.D. Livingston. Uh, it's entitled Love Y'all with the Heart Eyes Emoji. Here. Uh, Virgo Rising, Libra Sun, Cancer Moon here. Just wanted to give y'all some love and tell you how much I enjoy the show. I'm a lover of astrology and listen regularly. I've also got Venus and Mars in Virgo first house, so I was super excited to listen to the Virgo up. I was pumped when you mentioned Mindhunter Season 2. I play Wayne Williams on that show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. We, yes. We're Googling celeb, you. Celeb sign. Celeb uh, endorsement, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Also, fucking so good. Hello, Venus First House. You're destined for it. So good. I know because I also have it. (laughs) Cancer Moon. Okay. Here Uh, we are. Best friends. Finishing the review. For anyone looking for a chill, fun, down-to-earth astro podcast, give this a go. I feel like they're my besties, and they don't even know me, LOL. Oh, my God. Congrats to you all. Wish you continued success. Also, all hell queen B. Hashtag be high for life. Uh, Feel um, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please bring us on the set of Mindhunter. Um... That was that's all. My, that was, I know, like a Libra Sun Cancer Moon would consider that the Virgo Rising might be like I can't, guys. I like really can't. I, <laughs> Next season we'll play a trio of witches doing double oh, double toiling troubles or something. Oh my yeah. god! Yes, love it. Thank uh, you so much. Next we got Stelliums. 
with a Z from Beanie Weenie one two three. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> That's like a very yeah. I love this like very. I mean, it's like Beanie Baby. It's like what the Wiener Dog would be named. It's like this is Beanie Weenie. Beanie Weenie. She was born on one two three. Uh, hi. I wish I was friends with you guys. The best to respond to your last podcast. I have six six Capricorn stellium. In the third house, and my south node is Gemini, and a three stellium in Scorpio, if a sun counts. It sounds insane to me, but I don't know exactly what to think about it. Thanks for giving me a little more knowledge about it. Hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes. Oh my yes. God, a six cap? You're giving all How those hard eyes? How much I'm, money do you have? Yeah. <laughs> also, like, for giving us all that love, like, I feel, like, so, like, honored that I could be, like, led into your, fr- we are in your friend group now. Yeah. I mean, like, Beanie oh. Weenie, yeah. Beanie Weenie, thank you. That's wild. Beanie uh, Weenie. <laughs> uh, your next review comes from Lady Bruximus. Ooh. <laughs> LOL at work on the regular. These ladies are refreshing and hilarious. I feel like I'm sitting next to them just hanging out. This is exactly how I want astrology to be like laid back and supportive. Keep it up. Thank you. Your typical Martian. Aries rising, Aries moon, Taurus sun, moon and sun in the first. Wow. What a Martian. Hey, baby. Mars attacks. Mm -hmm. Just kidding with love. (laughs) Yeah. Love attack. Oh. Love it. Uh, Next review comes from Soulfully Zara. Uh, making me feel smart AF. Oh my god. <laughs> Hell yeah, Zara, you are smart AF. This pod is up there with my faves. I've learned so much from these girls, and I feel like every week they slash I slash we as a group of star lovers tackle something new. This pod has inspired me to try and make a career out of my love of astrology and learning. And since listening, I've started a cosmic witchy blog, and I have these girls to thank. Oh, oh. tell us your, wow. yeah, tell us yeah. your blog. For we would sure. love to share. Uh, Taurus, Sun, Gemini, Moon, Libra, Rising, giving all the Venus love to these girls. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Soulfully, Zara, tell us your blog. We would love. We're so excited that we inspired you, and we would love to to read it slash share it. Yeah. yeah. And everybody, you know, everybody's got to start somewhere. So, like, I think blogging, especially with this like Gemini ness too, is like yes. great place. Great place to start. Um, ooh, I'm ex- I'm excited to read this. Love the show, but also with five stars. Um from But I'm a Virgo. Y'all are really entertaining and I'm trying to start learning astrology a bit more in depth. So I really love this podcast. It would be very helpful if the episode description maybe had timestamps for the different topics though, from what I'm trying to refer back to like a particular piece of info. Okay. Okay, but that's you are a Vir- but you are a Virgo. Um that's fair. Uh you know, if anyone wants to intern for the What's Your Sign podcast, we uh, one day could possibly I would, compensate you. But I would uh, love to give you timestamps. How about <laughs> I would love to give you timestamps, but we're all like, uh, here's uh, my idea. Okay. okay, rewind the episode. If you have it. money, let us advertise for you, and we'll put music behind the advertisements mid roll. Yeah, and then you'll know when the stuff starts right after the music's over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I give us your money. Yeah, yeah. and Whatever. also like again, you know, not to justify myself, but like typically talk about until like twenty minutes, and then the rest is usually like the informational part. So like you can kind of like you know guesstimate where things are. Also like. A lot of it's a free form convo. We usually say the website that we're quoting in the beginning after or book or whatever that might be. But I agree. No, timestamps time would, would be we really great. Be great. We will absolutely take it under consideration. I also do have a goal. Just so you know, Virgo, I am working on things. Uh, I do have the goal to put our episodes on YouTube, too, with 
the translator so that uh, anyone who's hearing impaired could also like re- that's like a future goal too so hopefully that will when we that go back help. and backlog maybe that's when we can time that's gonna that's a whole that's a whole project that's like an that's like the next mercury ret- retrograde project anyways but we pre- that's but a good we idea it's a good it. idea and thank you for the stars thank you next review comes from molly gerbera from sweden well hello Ooh. sweden love 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 WIS is the one thing that really got me into astrology, and now I write horoscopes myself. Oh, oh. okay. I really Again, love share with us. Yeah, let us know where. I really love the mixture of comedy and straight facts. Keep doing what you do. You are all role models to me, and I L Y. Oh, thanks. We love you too. Thank love you. from a Gemini Sun, Cancer Moon, and Virgo rising. And then I think it's a supposed to be a heart, but oh uh, yeah, it's like it the, doesn't translate well from Swedish. well thank you guys so much for your reviews we again are so grateful please if you've left us a review and you've told us about an astro business tell us about your astro yeah we should we share like what do we what do we have to lose uh but (laughs) if you if you haven't left us a review consider it we would love to read it online and we again it makes us feel really good and it also helps us it helps us it helps people find us if they've never heard us before and also uh if you've already written a review thank you and then if you're thinking about it please do and tell your friends yes and without further ado enjoy this episode Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm a bunch of placements all in the beginning of the, <laughs> what's it called? Milky Way? The Zodiac? <laughs> Not the Zodiac. What is it? Solar system. The solar system? Solar system. I was like, the big galaxy? Um, Earth Earthl system. It's space? I don't know. Solar system. But solar. we don't really follow a sol- solar system in astrology. It's more S O U L A R. Wow. Sold out. The solar system. The soul. The universe. The black hole. Black hole. Sun. Won't you come? <laughs> <laughs> Wash away the rain. Black hole. Sun. But You'd be surprised how many people pick that for karaoke. I could see that. I would not be surprised. I could see that. <laughs> well, it's like I've been to a lot of karaoke. <laughs> it's like kind of hard to sing bad. Like it's a forgiving. That's a kind of uh, forgiving song. I don't know. I mean, Jerry's out. I don't know that. Who, oh yeah. <laughs> I just. I was like, wait a minute. I almost just started talking about <laughs> someone that sings off key. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to let rip. Oh. Damn. Do, do the sh- I mean Mercury pre-shadow it is so real. I'm copying wrong lines of emails into like other shit. Like it's just like and I'm just like telling people like whoops sorry. It's so kooky right now. Like deal with me, but it's like the same with like just name drop. Like I'm just like unfiltered, uncensored. Scorpio. Cha- chaotic. Chaotic. Britney Spears. The tea will be spilled. I it's- haven't had it yet. Yeah. 
it's just like everyone and well now like everyone's just always asking like what's going on it's just like i don't know i think you just it's like it is that scorpio it's just like i don't know chaos reigns let it in i'm not i'm but i'm also not like afraid of it it's kind of just like all right buckle buckle this, this shit supposed to be rough yeah is it yes oh. but i honestly just am like i don't know what it could possibly be yeah. Whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is, I've already been dealing with it for three months. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or whatever it is, it's just like it's not something that you could prepare for anyways. So it's like. Yeah, don't don't, don't stress about a thing that you don't know what it's going to be like. You can't you can't. I There is like I, I don't know if this is like a weird stoner boner thought, but just like. I don't know if it's like end of Saturn return stuff or just like 30 in general things where I'm like trying to say yes more. I want surprises. And then when I go do something like random, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? (laughs) Why did I go do this thing with someone I didn't want to like hang out? Like, I don't know. It's like that weird push and pull of like, I'm trying to be this open vessel. I'm like, wait, no, I want to do only the things I want to do. And then there's like this weird like grass is greener others like it doesn't you know what i'm talking about it's just like the yeah. secular thing that i feel like i keep rotating through maybe it's the end of the year drolls as well i mean i think that's always just a a thing that people that you're dealing with where you're like of course you want to keep like doing new things but also when you know you like something you like something like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if that has been my learning my, what I've picked up recently I and feel like I've gotten more of like I really love this whatever and I'm really excited to do it and then I get there and I'm like something or someone there ruins it oh. or it's like I'm like oh yeah no I like this thing I don't like the people that do it mm. or whatever like I even like at work on Monday I was so bored <laughs> I made $4 between 9 a.m. and 4. Oh. And I was so bored. And I, like, cleaned a bunch of stuff. But it's like, I don't want to fucking sit here and clean. Yeah. But then I got a group of people, and I don't want to describe them too clearly because (laughs) I don't know if they listen. Ooh. But they are people that, like, have come into the bar before, and they were super fucked up. And just being the worst. And it was like, I can't, I don't know what's worse. Mm-hmm. Not having not, anything. Like, I, or all day I was like, I just wish that I had customers. Mm-hmm. And then I got customers and they were the fucking They're like the, ro- the wrong, cu- it's like you Four said o'clock the r- drunk people. Mm-hmm. The worst. Yeah. It's like when you just like make a wish, but you like didn't specify it in the right way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Thing, but it wasn't even that because the wish was I w- anything. That's how, <laughs> how, that was like how I was feeling. It was anything's better than this, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, it was. This- yeah, I think so. I do think I was right still, but I don't. I didn't <laughs> like it. Sure, because like yeah, of course I made more money because people drunk people want to drink more. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's. I think that's one too where it's also like, I think this fits for both of them where instead of being like an indiscriminate open vessel (laughs) where it's like oh i just want to try something new where Mm -hmm. it's like there's a difference between going outside of your comfort zone and doing something maybe that you wouldn't saying yes to something you wouldn't normally as opposed to like 
disregarding all of the knowledge you have about yourself and the types of things that you like or like having a a process by which you decide which new things you do mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's just being more specific about it where it's like, Oh, I'd like a new experience, new in, concert, in this, yeah, right. in new this venue. realm. Not yeah, new in, venue, not new concert. Right. Instead of going to the same restaurant I go to all the time, I'm going to try this new place instead of being like, Oh, I'm going to hang out with a kind of person that I know I don't have fun with and whatever. Like that's not mm-hmm. that. And then it's like, yeah, you know, same thing where it's like, I want <laughs> just being like, I want good customers who are not. Yeah. But I don't even, yeah, I think, well, when it's, when it's your money on the line, I don't know if it matters as much mm-hmm. Yes, to, to, and when it's your job, it doesn't matter that much to be like, I want a good email. It's like, no, just answer. <laughs> I just let me know. Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I just want to like, no i i feel what you're saying lisa where it's just like everything lately has just been it's like movement and it's like oh like i'm doing the things right but like this is what i this is oh so this is who i get and it's like i don't know i guess it's just this like out of control like kind of out of control feeling in some ways but also like it's like this all passes and this is just a weird stink like it's just like it's just like things that are always inevitable. And maybe it's even thinking more. I think thinking more about time in general, being in this Saturn returny Capricorn and also just thinking about astrology and like actually just time keeping more is just so like, oh, was this like this this time last year? Like, I don't know. It's get, It's almost like maddening in a way where it's like you're just like thinking of like, is this like real or is this like a cycle? Or is this just like something? Am I experiencing it? Or is this just like actual external outside forces beyond me i mean i think it's always both yeah because answers always goddamn both. <laughs> yeah because it's they're both one it it in one sense i'm sure it is just external factors or whatever but it also is how you i mean you only know your lived experience of things so it also is how you're interpreting them mm-hmm. too so depending mm-hmm. on i also things. think like kind of the same i guess is like one thing i really didn't like that they were doing was like this one guy specifically the way he was talking to the women that were there but it's like i can't really stand up for you if you're not gonna say something yourself like like if you're fine with him talking to you that way i can't do anything about it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but then like i realized after listening to their conversation for a while that he like it was like an anniversary of a traumatic experience for him. And so it was like, okay, like this isn't they're being easy on him for a reason. Mm -hmm. And like, we're all like letting something go, but I'm not friends with him. So I'm just like, this is gross behavior. Right. And so it is kind of like both where it's like, I don't, in my life, I would never be like, yeah, I put up with men who talk to me like that. But I do. Mm-hmm. They're just, I just know their trauma and I know what they're going through. And it's like, I understand from their perspective. I don't let strangers talk to me that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's like, it is interesting, you know, even, even like my morality, it's like it lies on a very tight rope. Like. Mm-hmm. Well, and also when you're at work saying to someone who is a customer, don't talk to your friend like that. Or whatever. Well, I mean, I've seen, I've had, like, I don't know if I'm even supposed to talk about this, but like, 
there was a guy at the bar that like touched a woman and it made her uncomfortable and i like told him he could never come back yeah mm-hmm. so there are like certain things and they knew each other so it's not there are certain things that like i do feel like i'm allowed to do yes. and i am allowed to be like you're drunk stop talking like that yes but if the person doesn't seem uncomfortable i'm not gonna just insert myself and be yeah like, that's why they stop being like that where mm-hmm. it's like you have to decide like oh is this me right. me being upset about this thing is it uh, bothering this person or is it like that it is it up to me is it my i don't want to say business or whatever but that's just so funny i probably also shouldn't be talking about this but if you listen just assume it's about you uh <laughs> just that like just I've been keeping a phone note of like the amount of creepy behavior a coworker has been doing. And I'm like, once this gets to 10, I'm t- I have timestamps. I'm like, this is like, then I'll do something. But right now I'm like, I'm gauging the room. Like I'm t- like saying like, like did, that, did that bother you? So I'm like, that's a little weird. And I was like, okay, I'm just like making sure I'm not like, cause sometimes I'm like, am I just the, the most sensitive person in the world? Or do just more people have a higher tolerance for, like bullshitty uh those things add i can't up. get speci- i can't get specific because i don't want them t- to mm. know who it is i want to keep it vague but i'm watching you i have a phone note uh <laughs> and I mean, those things add up too because it's th- just the same thing like yeah your other co-worker sees it happen once but you've seen it seven times mm-hmm. it's like this is now Different. a few of them know I have the phone note, and they're con- now contributors to <laughs> to the incidents. And again, it's like I'm not like out for blood. Like you got to get fired. It's more just like, okay, this is like the point where someone needs to go, yo, hey. person, maybe let's like keep it for- keep it at home. Yeah, keep it. But also, like we all like work with people. Like I don't know. Like so, this is when I'm like, damn, do I just need to be in like an isolation <laughs> chamber between like people, day jobs, and then also like. And we interact with so many people online through like through this and through with through you guys with comedy and like all this stuff where it's just like, oh, my God, I'm just like I'm just like a human watchdog of like everyone's be- behavior. Well, I think it's just like I mean, I have this at work where, you know, I don't work directly with a lot of the customers. It's like they I see them at the beginning and at the end and the way that they are with me mm-hmm. is different than they are with stylists. But sometimes the way like the stylist behavior will kind of like bleed over into our interaction Uh, and it's hard to be like oh yeah no I don't I don't talk to you like that or whatever like we don't have that kind of relationship I don't want sexual innuendos in my checkout process maybe that's fine while you're having a haircut but but you also have to just kind of be like not it's hard it's hard I that's like to me one of the hardest parts of of like customer service stuff is mm-hmm. is that when it's like when do you say don't bartend yeah I mean, people tell you you don't even know people tell you shit and it's like yeah okay and uh <laughs> i hear a lot of the this one i know you're not my therapist and i'm like doesn't seem like it yeah <laughs> but i just i just say i love hearing about this kind of stuff so talk all you want to talk Whoa. and i don't tell people like yeah people's trauma or their like shit that they're going especially like nice customers but yeah sometimes people are having a bad day and all they want to do is tell you that they mm-hmm. just crashed their car and hit and run a car and now they're getting a drink and and they're it. and they're running from the police yeah, <laughs> that's it like, yeah <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't mind. See, there's something to me that's different about that than like just the there's something more. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say personal about it, but there's something that just like gets under my fucking skin so much when it's just like. uh, 
I don't know. It, there's like a sense of entitlement to it that mm-hmm. I think I don't even know if I'm able to like articulate correctly. They're not allowing you to be professional in your job. Yes, that or it's, it, it just it's all of the it's another one of these where I'm like it's a hostage situation <laughs> where I'm like I you know I can't at least in the in the like hairdresser client relationship their power feels more equal mm-hmm. yeah like where and that i think maybe that's more what it is about the bartending where it's like it's a more direct transaction than like me because now i'm a representative of the stylist sure. in the salon and the thing so i am even more like bound by professionalism and mm-hmm. it's like i also can kick people out and yeah you can't really do that <laughs> yeah like you yeah. should start i would love uh, there are some <laughs> clients that i would love to kick out you just like walk up like in all black with like those skinny cvs sunglasses like hey got, Sorry, you gotta you roll gotta go. you gotta, I, would <laughs> I hold that. back a lot with people though and I like in my real life don't but um, I mean even like someone asked me what I was gonna be for Halloween and I want to be a fat bastard for monster power <laughs> but i can't say it out to a yeah. customer i can't be like i'm gonna be fat bastard which i can't believe there's just a character that's just named fat bastard i mean, I mean a, a, problem, Myers, a problematic fave mike for <laughs> sure yeah, there's like a special window of time where we just like let mike myers get away with all of that shit and it's that wild. bastard that's just the whole character's yeah. name i mean the love guru i mean your we honor i feel like <laughs> rest, rest i feel like the, even though uh like call out culture did not exist the same way i feel like the box office did mm-hmm. uh you know i mean call out <laughs> culture justice. mike myers and gwen stefani extremely spared uh yeah they just really hit it got their money ran away even like i rewatched like so i married an axe murder and there was like a lot of like that i mean that character was pretty much fat bastard training <laughs> like I mean, they're all like this it's <laughs> terrible it's really terrible <laughs> i mean we wa- we rewatched it i was like this is like i probably shouldn't do this but i'm going to you have to dude i found i have to send you i meant to text you the thing i like searched i did a google search of fat bastard costumes oh yeah oh, i was I did like too. did you find the one i found one where it was like a guy who just it was based i thought it was like for sale but it was a guy basically oh, yeah. like a blog about making his fat bastard yeah, no, like, it was really good it was costume. it was like movie I know, level I, I thought it was a costume too i tried to buy it <laughs> but i couldn't i'm i don't i'm i'm torn between if i'm gonna go a sexy fat bastard or fat <laughs> bastard which i also like i think it would just be so funny um but i i ordered a bunch of stuff and i'll see if i can make it work if i can't dude i, dude, I can't wait i'm so stoked i i will donate any money towards chest hair <laughs> to see this vision dude. i they don't have chest hair on amazon yeah i gotta get I got, spirit gum and the i'll show you I, okay yeah, i got um well i was also thinking of because that's like costume sto- store shirt. Mm. Uh, um i also i got extra mutton chops to like make eyebrows or have leftover hair so we'll see like how because if you do i did this for steve for our sopranos thing and it like so i did good. it so bad because it was like way harder to make a full like head of hair than i <laughs> anticipated but i could <laughs> chest hair would be easy he i have the polo so yeah just have to be like because you just sprinkle. get that like um he it's is. like a braid of hair that you just like pull pieces off and then okay. you just put the glue on you. I have the glue that you can use. You okay. were right from the group text though. You do need like petroleum jelly. <laughs> yeah, well, I have some. We'll see. I have like certain things. He doesn't show that much skin when he's not nude. Yeah. And I'm not being nude fat bastard. <laughs> so. I was just looking up pictures too where he does that thing where he like. 
She's like, do you like my titties? I mean, it's going to be real like bad, I think. But I I have stuff to make my face greasy and my arms and legs. Yes. I'm so excited for this. I cannot wait. Take it back for the queen. I like this idea of like a drag king fat bastard. Like just imagine this like like at a show just coming out to like some bagpipes and then just like. And then just like. We are going to be hosting a show. I was just going to say. Oh, you are? Yeah, we're hosting uh, Chatterbox. Oh, the mic. Austin I mean, Powers, whatever or, you want to be. I, I was like, gonna be Doctor Evil originally. I feel like it's an easy costume, but you do have sure, to wear a bald cap. I'm pretty sure Mike Myers says the N word as Doctor Evil in the second one. You, re- I oh, when, he, oh. when he does the rap, yeah, when he does the rap along, he pulled a Jane the Virgin. Oh my god, way, way pre Jane the Virgin, and I was just like. Do you know she's gotten in trouble? I mean, not for saying the N-word, but I she's, thought she I thought she had gotten in trouble for saying the N-word multiple times. I guess she's, like, just said, like, dumb shit all the time, always. But yeah. I also, like, know, like, nothing about this Jane the Virgin. I have like, no idea. I watched, I got stuck on an airplane and ended up watching most I've heard, of the I've first I've heard the show season. is good. It was good. But she's just saying, she just, like, uh, <laughs> she's, like, a girl in, like, a, I'm sorry, a woman. I just was catching myself. She's a woman, a grown woman. Um, like when someone just learns about social injustices, mm. whatever, where it was like she, one of the things that she said was, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like when Black Panther came out, she was like, great job, Marvel, but where's your re- Latino representation? And it's like, yeah, fair, but not right now. Yeah. Like that, you don't need to say that in... I- like again it's like yeah be be excited for this too and i think something else was like oh you're like such an inspiration to like brown women she's like she was like women women. and it was like i mean like and it's like yes again yes but also that's not the that's not uh there's like like, also there's just like better ways to like I don't know. Add on that point, How about like people. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like, just like it's, I would have done it's, that. Just it's to like make saying her mad. like I don't see color, and it's like right. well, okay, well that's problematic. Or even just like if it was like, oh yes, I am an inspiration to brown women, and I hope I'm an inspiration to, to all, all women. women. Yes. That's like yeah. uh, let me get get her agent on the phone. Let's talk about let's talk about rebranding. But she'll be I don't know. Yeah, she, she'll it's be fine. Very possible. I know that movie's super problematic, but also but also I mean I the character's care. name is Fat, Fat Bastard, and I just cannot not do that. I'm really afraid to rewatch Ace Ventura because I oh it's yeah it's you bad. know you know it's real bad. I just like reread a thing about how it's so bad, and I was like, oh, I think it's... I like blocked that because that wasn't like as a kid like that wasn't like funny necessarily. It was just like well, that's a weird oh, decision. I, I thought it was funny. As I a mean, kid. it was funny as a kid. I also don't think it's funny now right but i do think jim carrey's still funny which also might be problematic but like i don't i don't like that now knowing Mm -hmm. that like knowing trans people and stuff and like there is definitely a scene where they're like oh i thought it was a woman or Mm -hmm. whatever and then that's like disgusting to me now but I didn't know what that was as a kid. I guess like thinking back, it's like that wasn't like the best part of Ace Ventura. Like when no, you think fo- sure when not. you think fondly back on Ace Ventura, it's like that's not the quote. Those aren't the quotables. <laughs> it's like the animals and stuff. You know yes. that was like exactly. We were kids, but also like that doesn't excuse it. I'm not saying no. that it's re. You know what, Jim Carrey, come back, recut it. Why don't we re? I mean, then it. 
then it's not that i mean maybe it's it's here to learn the lesson yes it's still you wouldn't find it funny now either Mm -hmm. i don't know if i watched the second one or the first one but for like a comedy thing Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't where he's like coming out of a rhino's ass yeah that's the second one i was gonna say that one was that was the one i watched the most as a kid and i shudder to think it's not funny now you're just like yeah the butt yeah he comes out of the rhino's butt those movies and just it's like a baby but like the, i mean he does the slinky down all those stairs and oh, stuff yeah, the i mean there's a, i mean there's there a some funny moments. come on when he's like uh the the cliffhanger the beginning you know this is me as like a mcgruff who was like the drug dog like mcgruff take a bite out of yeah. crime it's like physical comedy is good but comedy about your physical body take yeah. that Take, take a, a bite. Take a bite out of your movie. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of your personal, personal body, I think, speaking of your like weird ass personalities, yeah. like that, I guess, like that's just who you are. Good for you, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's so gross. <laughs> so, so judgmental. Well, it is like just thinking, like, and maybe this was is what comes back from like co-worker life strangers is like just some people have personalities i'm like i just don't like your person like yeah. we just don't we don't click and that's fine you click with other peeps there's a lid for every pop but like just like having to ex- like i guess just like coming to acceptance of like and this is just who you are well it's like yeah that's yeah not not for me but <laughs> wish you the best i don't always wish them the best <laughs> sometimes i'm like die in a fire it's okay. good luck with that and die yeah, in a fire. i mean if someone if someone likes that great good for them but we're talking about uh we're doing a little kind of revisiting here we're talking about personal planets today Ooh. uh if you aren't aware there is there are distinctions uh you know we talk about all the planets but they're not I don't want to say they're not all I was gonna say they're not all equal but they're different they do different stuff and they do different stuff together and I think actually I think after our episode with Jessica and Lignano I feel like that re-sparked the like not like memory but just like oh yeah like these outer planets are, are like outer planets are doing their own damn thing personal planets do their own damn thing social planets do their do their own damn thing and there's like time and places and and when to pick up on them and like where you can use them for like different things of like personality chart reading kind of stuff. And then also like thinking about in terms of like when transits are happening and like how fast that moves and what that can affect for other people. Yeah. I feel like we, well, we talk about it in different contexts, but this is just kind of a reminder of all of those things that, you know, we talk about it with retrogrades. We talk about it with, I think especially if you're newer to astrology and you're kind of learning about your natal chart and reading about, Oh, what these planets do it's it's harder to remember or you're like excited about everything and remembering that each thing is kind of the levels of importance and how how much they play a role in your day-to-day when people learn about retrogrades and then they find out that every planet actually has a retrograde mm-hmm. thing that they're like oh no everything Merc- i know about mercury retrograde so you know saturn retrograde must be the same thing and it's like no it's not quite the same thing so mm-hmm. just a good reminder of of kind of the the uh, intensity with which each thing happens and and how much you should be paying attention to each placement mm-hmm. i mean each planet placement i'm i'm <laughs> i had such a problem with like i always feel like i have a problem with words anyways uh but this 
Scorpio Mercury right now is I feel like I'm like cat has perpetually had my tongue. Oh, no, this like re thinking about personal planets. Maybe I had like a few like synapse clicking like revolutionary things where I'm like, oh, yeah, because like personal planets, which is like the sun, the moon, Mercury, Mars and Venus, all these close guys is like the building blocks of your personality. Many astrologers will say like this is like a foundational core of like, OK, this is like going to make up what you kind of act like. And again, they're going to interact with each other differently when they have different aspects and different and they're in different houses. All these things that we know from all these episodes thus far. But just like think like really just like sitting and like writing down like, OK, like seeing them all together, just that cluster. Like I wrote down like my sun, moon, this like and just looked. I'm like, I'm just going to like look at this for like a second and just thinking of like oh like if I thought of all these people as individuals hanging out together like this is a very interesting <laughs> this is an interesting party like this person probably kind of likes this person and this might be like hard for this one to understand especially in the kingdom that they represent if it's communication or if it's more feelings and dark sidey sort of things um but I listen so I, okay I do like almost don't want to say his name but I will uh I listened to this podcast episode for this. Do you know Farley Maloris? <laughs> this name sounds like made up. No. no I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he had this, like, he has this radio, astro- like, it's one of those, like, podcasty ones that, like, sound like bootleg radio that's, like, real, mm-hmm. like, welcome to the metaphysical, everybody. Like, blah, 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 blah. and it was like, all right. Like, meow, meow. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> burr, 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 burr. and I'm listening to this one about personal planets. And he was just talking about, he was K-Rock's former person the only reason why i don't want to like toot his horn like please don't like buy his stuff he just had his like facebook was like super boomer super like anti-obama like just like like low-key high-key racist and just like not great but these are old these are old like things i think there was like a deep end going off thing that happened anyways um he's like very much a boomer but just like talking a lot about um just like Again, I know we use, like, the stage and players a lot in, like, natal chart talk. But just thinking of, like, who... Like, he was talking about having a Scorpio moon, which I thought was interesting. And the moon being not just, like, this emotional shadow thing, but the shadow things also containing, like, past life sort of stuff. And so, like, a Scorpio moon person is going to come having past lives of, feel like of like, this scorn and pain and, like, taking inventory of, like, everything around... And then I was thinking, like, oh, fuck, I have this, like, Aries moon that's, like, a fucking newborn baby that's, like, even, like, when I have to, like, update my registration on my car, like, it feels like the most insane thing I've ever had to do because it's, like, every time, even if it's something I've done before, it feels like... A new thing. It feels like the first time, but every time. And I was just, like, I just had, like, an anxiety revelation where I was, like, oh, like... Again, you know, consult mental health people like astrology is a a fun guide and key. But I had like a a click where I was like, oh, my moon is really, really feeling things for the first time. And I never thought of it in this kind of karmic uh, past lifey debt sort of way. So it's an interesting episode. But again, uh, you know, always hilarious to me when astrology and those things overlap well, it's, it's like how how are you into both of those things but uh, people are it's so weird i mean this must have been like some kind of change probably with the election i'm assuming because that's when a lot of people you know change their whole lives uh because he talks a lot about like the way he talks about venus which is like all this like 
undo undying love and all this like things but also like again the connection in the feminine and the masculine and again in very gendered terms like however you like feel like that's who you are but like he was like getting like real like like you say, yeah, so like if you're like a gay guy, like I'm not, but if you're a gay guy, like Mars placement might be like really important for you if you're like sexually attracted to like male energy. Like that's like a placement you might want to look at. Whatever se- like air quotes sex gender that you're into, like the Venus and Mars are places to look for compatibility, whether that it's with your moon sign or whatever, but it's something to just be aware of. And I was like, I'm like, this guy's like progressively talking about like, you know, heterosexual and <laughs> heterosexual homosexual relationship. And then I'm like, what is this guy's deal? There's nothing online about him. And I get on his Facebook and it's like, oh, I see. No one's no one talks to this guy anymore. This guy's who knows? But I decided he was K Rock's person. He had all these all these YouTube videos of like people calling in and like asking questions. It's like so old timey back before kids before the podcast there was radio. Regular ass well, radio. I think it's interesting that he framed um like sexuality that way because it's something I was thinking about because I hate Mars and so today I was like I'm gonna look at that the most mm-hmm. um and it's because I never really understand what Mars is all about mm-hmm. and I was doing some light research t- just to find out that Mars is like this super masculine planet and so when we talk about like mars being related to sex i don't i just don't see it in me and i Mm -hmm. just don't see it that way because my view of sex is very feminine yeah and like i don't consider it and i know that not all women feel this way i know that not Mm -hmm. all men feel this way like i don't think it has anything to do with what your gender is i just think for me personally like I don't consider like sex as something I've conquered Mm -hmm. or like something like I don't. Yeah. I just, I have a, I guess like more sensitive view on that. Yeah. And so I don't really vibe with that. What I think of Mars is for me more like exercise Mm -hmm. or something where I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to go like swim as fast as I can or run as fast as I can or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think, there are probably some people that consider sex like exercise. Mm-hmm. I personally don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like, that's not how I'm getting my workout in. That's you're not, not checking how... your Fitbit while you're, you're Yeah, pumping. and I'm also <laughs> not like trying to beat my high score or whatever. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so, I think like, depending on how you intellectualize and like your past experiences, like I've had experiences with sexual assault and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't really want to view, I don't really want to view sex that way because I have been the object of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think depending on the way your, your life goes, the way you intellectualize stuff, your past experiences and stuff, that might not be how sex is for you. It might be, I mean, it certainly is a part of it, but mm-hmm. it's not like you, my whole perspective on on sexual relationships has to do with my Mars placement. I think it has well, a lot more to do with. Well, and I, but I think that's where the personal planets all come in. Cause now that I'm like so much more familiar with all of our planets in general, it's like, yeah, it's like you have, cause you have air, Venus and Mars, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. That's like very like, obviously cerebral and thoughtful and like wants to like talk about bigger pictures. And then also you have so much moon and Venus energy too. Like that kind of makes sense that all those would like, like you can have all these pieces and they can, you know, allegedly fit where they're supposed to. Cause like, yeah, but if someone has like an Aries Mars and a Taurus Venus and like all those things that are really like in tra- air quotes, traditional places or what have you, but that'd be boring. Like that's, I mean, and again, if you, I guess if you have every, I would love to meet someone who had like 
everything everything in one in like i guess that couldn't work out but you i wonder if there's someone who's like the closest you can be but i think you can be close but i always still think that thinking about mars um because i have a water mars Mm -hmm. and so i relate to what you're saying um but i think there something that resonates with me about mars is the idea of it being and i think we like it's easier to put it in the box of sex mm-hmm. or that, but like thinking about your like literal, like your literal stamina, like where, where do you have mm. a lot of staying power? Where do you f- have a lot of determination and passion and that? And I think that like, if we're talking about, you know, just like not even cause when I think of Mars sex, it like t- to me, it's not like, uh, it's like your will to create, yeah. not sex like enjoying sex or or romantic or any yeah, of but that. The, but I don't think of sex that way either. But that's I, that's what I mean. Like I yeah. don't I don't either. But I think that that's why people associate it with sex in that like life for like not in our. I think n- it's because men are rapists and <laughs> a lot of it. A lot of sex for a long time has been about men conquering women and chasing and getting mm-hmm. tail and all that and oh, like for sure and that i we don't view sex that way anymore because it's more about both people now yes i mean i don't know i know some people who are about like numbers and tail and for like sure. oh, absolutely and just getting getting pumps in and not all of them are and men I, either yeah. oh no most of these are women yeah but i think it's like even that though that there's a way to i think frame it where we can get out of it like I think because it's better for sex to get it out of that like um, that idea of those of that being sex kind of like it can be. But also Mm -hmm. just like more like, okay, what what drives you? Because if we're talking about it from like a a more primal thing that it's like sex is a drive for people. I mean, it's actually not. It's funny that I was reading a book where it's like, actually, it's not because you can go without having sex and not die. So it's not (laughs) actually it's like a weird in between thing. Of course, people like uh, crave intimacy and thrive in those things. But you sex. That's one of the things that we do that perpetuates rape. Rape culture is Mm -hmm. like it is not a it is not a drive. Yeah. mm, I don't know if I necessarily agree, agree with that, actually. Because that's fine, but then the human race dies out. So it kind well, of, of course. is a need. Yes. Um, it's not a need person by person. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I I mean, if we don't have sex, then yeah, we would not. Of course. Mm-hmm. Continue to But exist. some people I think are more lo- like, like love languages. Some people are more like love emotionally driven. And some, I think going with like things that are physical, like sex, I think there's sometimes like that goes with too just like sometimes like even just showing up <laughs> which sounds like very like va- like I think some people really want the the partnership and then f- for some it can be very just like like a bot like that comfort of like physical touch or a body like yeah. of just like having somebody ha- like having somebody there but I think it's so it's like what how are you how are you most motivated how are yes. you best how what what drives you what is it that you are the most like passionate about seeking Mm -hmm. out and creating and all of that so it's not not so much necessarily like oh this is this is how you fuck or like mars is about fucking it's like the the going it's like the you know 
because uh, again, like I'm a Scorpio Mars, so to me that's like a deep, the deepest connection, the deepest like mm-hmm. level of something, which that doesn't necessarily. I mean, it, I think that sex is like part of that too, but it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, it's. I think since all of it's like. I don't know. It's like looking at old things with fresh eyes again when you think about like having to like go back, think about like, okay, sun, moon, like Mercury, Venus, Mars. What do these things represent again? It's like, well, I know that like, obviously I know this, like I've, you know, thought about astrology like more than once. And it's like, okay, well, how does that look for your signs and placements? It's like, well, that doesn't look like the traditional way. Like what does Mars, what does Mars want? Mars is fuel. Mars is drive. What is Venus? Venus I thought it was like really interesting. I was reading a lot of places about like it being a lot about self-love too. And just like how, like how does one nurture versus the moon, which is kind of just like innate, like it's just innate feeling. And then even Mercury too, like inner planets are internal. It's in, it's like, it's not, it's not from these other people. It's the things that are going on and like working and like a little, like, it's just like the, what's the machines that knock the other ball into the hole. Like, it's just like those little Rube Gold. Yeah, yeah. It's like those things that like all like do different reactions and sometimes they're out of like our control. Like because your Mercury might say one thing and then that like triggers your Mars to like feel something else. And it's not even the intention of what the Mercury was trying to do. I think of it too as like yeah, the moving parts where we you know, going back to retrogrades and things like we don't there's some transits that we don't really talk about because they happen so quickly and Mm -hmm. that's those like personal planet ones where it's like you don't you don't talk about like when you're reading your horoscope we talked about this in our transits episode where they're not like oh you're gonna have a venus conjunct your mercury today because it happens for only like a few hours right whatever but those are the things that you like live with day to day and then those outer planets are like big things that still shape your experience but like your personal planets are how you interpret and deal with and uh like process those Mm -hmm. things i think they say like i think it's that book over there idiot's guide to astrology (laughs) but i didn't open it today so i don't want to say it that and then it's wrong but i'm pretty sure it's in that book where they say like your mars return that like we all like talk about like oh Saturn return because it's mm-hmm. after thirty years of your life, but we don't talk about Mars returns because they happen like every two years. But they say like your first one is terrible twos, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like throwing a tantrum and being like wah wah, you know, like mm-hmm. well, that's what they. I mean, I think it's in that book, but that I don't. makes total sense because one of the things that I read and I now don't remember where it is, but Mars returns it is like two years, but they talk about every. The cycle then is like your kind of like vitality getting weaker and weaker and weaker until it starts to build yeah. back up again. When you get to oh, Mercury, shit. when you get to the sign that's opposite your Mars, is when you're at like your least, your lowest energy point, and oh then it's God. gradually building back until you're getting because you are getting to the thing in two years. For sure, that makes sense if you're thinking about like, you know, not not a 30 year culmination, but a two year culmination where it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe you moved, you moved to a new house and you know, now you're finally like settled in and then you invite people over for a party. And then now you're like, okay, well we did now we've lived in this house for a little bit and it's like less exciting until there's another thing to like come up. But those aren't, uh, and you still have to like take care of your house every day, but you, sometimes there's exciting things and smaller things. And yeah, no, I like, 
And also, like, two years is such shit, shit or get off the pot, which is, like, maybe the most Mars phrase I can, like, think of. It's, like, yeah. it's, like, literally defecate or, like, or pick some, or, but it's still, like, do something. Why well, it's, yeah, it's, like, do? you gotta, you gotta move, you gotta keep, if you haven't, if you haven't made any changes, if you've been stagnant for two years, you really feel it mm-hmm. at that point. Like, then you're, like, looking back. I think um, like thinking about personal planets again too, especially like if you're looking at your own chart or if you have like fun looking at your friends charts like all together and you're and I think so many times, you know, we hear from people like, well, like I don't feel like a cancer. I don't feel like, a, you know, a Scorpio. Like I don't I don't really think I'm like this, but I thought so. Ohm, Ohm times Ohm times had this like a little example and I think this applies to so much of like the personal planet stuff and it's very super simple, but I think it's just like written very clearly, but like this is in regard to Mercury. Uh, but you could, I think you could kind of replace this with any examples of whatever the planets represent. But like, for example, many cancers need to be addressed very politely and gently. However, if the Mercury is found in Leo, which like many are, cause you know, your signs are only a certain amount away from whatever signs you have, they can handle fiery intellectual exchange more than you might think. Many people think Virgos are very exacting, while many are. But on the other hand, many of them have Mercury and Libra, which makes them more amenable to matters of gray and as opposed to black and white. They can actually be quite indecisive, which is not a very Virgo trait at all. So it's like thinking about like, it's like, I know it's like, duh. But also like just remembering it's like these things, we aren't black. Like we aren't black and white. Like, yes, our sun sign is this overarching thing for us, but I think especially depending on the, what interests you and that might depend on your placements and aspects and house placements and whatnot, like things of like conversation or things of love or things of action or, or stasis might be like really important to you. And it might be surprising how you, all your planets are doing things in very different ways and they're trying to work together, but some just don't. And you just have to like adapt, basically adapt or, or I don't know. Well, <laughs> That's one of the reasons I really like this book, Jonathan Kainer's Guide to the Zodiac. Um, I love Jonathan It is Kainer. older, and I think it's quite heteronormative. It's about compatibility for a large part. So keep that in mind before you, like, purchase it. But if you can get <laughs> your hands on it secondhand like I did, um, maybe, you know, might be fun to look into. But one of the things that he does in the book is gives you a sentence for... Uh, like this one, Moon and Scorpio. When he's talking about Moon signs, he divide he goes through the Moon and then he gives mm-hmm. you a sentence for each. So Moon and Scorpio, uh, let's see, Sun and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. You're very selective about who you allow to be your friends, but those in your special circle are as close to you as family. Whereas um, Moon and Scorpio, Sun and Aquarius. Your Scorpio moon is conscious of what others think, so it tones down your Aquarian excesses and causes many people to look up to you. So they are, like, different enough. Yeah. Where it's, like, That's it interesting. gives you a little bit of insight into you a little bit more, which mm-hmm. I, we find that astrology books can't really do this, Yeah, you know, that's too cool. deeply. So he does, he does get pretty, um, pretty in-depth with you there. Well, I like thinking about it as, and just quickly, I mean, I think we've, like, said them, but just so you're aware the personal planets are the sun the moon mercury venus and mars um i think like your sun sign is you know your identity your ego your sense of of self but these other your moon mercury venus mars to me are like the 
the moving parts. I know everything moves, but it's also like, okay, how does this like play out though? Like mm-hmm. the sun, I mean, the planets revolve around the sun. So it's like, okay, yeah, here your core at your core, you stay the same, but mm-hmm. how do you, how do your reactions differ how do you and your the way that you react doesn't mean that you aren't who you are in your core mm-hmm. being but this is how you do those things and i think that we have a hard time kind of thinking of those things as um like personality the, yeah the or same something. or whatever yeah or like that that your that your ego isn't your personality necessarily mm-hmm. or whatever um but this this idea this is a hard one to I feel like articulate, but it's like the uh your like reflexes and your thing like your those things, but that doesn't when you have reflexes that doesn't take away any of your sun signness. So just so mm-hmm. just because when people are like, Oh, I don't feel like this, it'd be like, Well, just because you don't respond just because you're not weeping all the time doesn't mean you aren't a cancer at heart Mm -hmm. or whatever you know what I mean or like Like, what do you think that sign is yeah is like so it's like just yeah you're not just the one thing but you have to you have to serve other functions too you can't just be this stagnant sun in the middle you have to also like go out and you have to speak and you have to do those things Mm -hmm. and those maybe aren't always in alignment with what your idea is of of your son but Mm. that doesn't mean that your son isn't there yeah i also think as someone that has a lot of these planets in the same area Mm -hmm. that like for me i actually um i think my taurus mercury is much different from my like i would say um, there are certain things that Scott and I talk about with mostly stand up, but that's the closest I can think of to like writing or communicating mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I'm very good at this, but in no other place in my life am I good at it other than in writing, like editing, for instance. Mm-hmm. In jokes, I'm happy to take out words at a time, sentences. It's harder for me to add on. Mm. But in other parts of my life, like that's not a strength. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm trying to think if there's like an example. Um, like when I'm working out or something, mm-hmm. I, I'm. it's not easy for me to cut out one thing mm-hmm. or my diet, like the way I eat. Like it's not easy for me to just give up one sugar or mm-hmm. bread or something, but with communication, I can do it easily. Mm-hmm. So I do think there is like a big difference. I don't, and I don't think like eating is not my son. Yeah. yeah. Exercise is not my, that's not my soul. That's not my purpose. That's not my, mm-hmm. so I do think there is like a good distinction there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think that's, that's like a perfect example of it because it is like the, the things, not that they aren't, they form your personality because the, it's how you interact with the world and how you, you, you feel and, and pre- present and project and things like that. But it is like, yeah, Taurus Mercury isn't the same as Taurus Sun. Right. Because it's not because it's like a mechanism, not a like embodying. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you more Taurus yes. Sun. Yes. Like you right. know what I mean? Yes. It's so weird, but it's No, that's a perfect Whoa. that is a perfect way of saying it because it's like it's not like, oh, I'm a because I feel like people do that too, where it's like, Oh, I have this, this, and this. I'm a real like I'm a true Taurus. And it's like uh-huh. that's not no one's a true anything. Like, if it's I a, was that stubborn, it would be easy for me to cut out sugar mm-hmm. or yeah. or whatever thing. Like not that 
whatever. I don't mean to make it about eating just because I've been eating all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, on the fort. I mean, not not to make it a true tourist, but uh, well, there's other. I mean, be, but there's other things at play. There's like, I mean, thing even eating is like it's drive and it's it, loving yourself in ways yeah, and, and mm-hmm. hating yourself in ways and all these like fe- food is like so much more than like which also maybe depends on your personal plan of makeup. Some people do treat food like it is fuel. That is all it is. I know. Sure. I, I don't get it because that's, I mean, I'm too Cancerian and Taurus for all that kind of stuff. But like some people it's like, nope, this banana is just enough to get me to 12. And then at 12 I do. Th- and it's very, these are Scorpios, uh, that like it's very like planned. And it's part of not even just energy and calories, but a budget. Like it's like, it's more, it's like so many things. Um, I know like, you know, dog on it all you want. But I thought cafe astrology actually had like a really nice little so, like kind of sum up two of personal planets where like the sun is the adult boss it's still like dictating who's doing what and when and why like mercury for example for what they wrote is when it's time to express yourself here comes mercury when you're on a date doing beauty things venus mars when you need to take action all these things and that's like the adult gatekeeper basically of like how these are going to be utilized but then the moon, which we talked about, like in the moon episode long ago, was like, is this internal child? It is like that. It's kind of just that like loose cannon that like it's like I just have to say this or like I just feel this and I can't really. Which is kind of like fun. I think it's fun in this mix of personal planets, considering I think the others, um, since like the planets are actually kind of near each other and working together, and then this moon's like I'm so random. Like <laughs> I'm actually doing this. Well- I was in a yoga class and the teacher was like, everyone needs to make animal noises. I'm going to go outside and I'm not going to come out until you what? do it. And of course no one did it because nobody wants to <laughs> fucking do that. Also, what kind of, like any animal? What, she, did she what, say? He, he said that you could do whatever you want. He doesn't care if it's a pterodactyl or an animal that oh, doesn't God. exist. It doesn't matter. And then he came back in and shamed us all for not doing it. And, and put this thing and i think this is a great thing for moon signs because he was like you know when you're a kid all you wanted to do was have fun and now like you're too adult to have fun and it's uh, and i wanted to just be like excuse me when i was a kid i was very shy yeah, yeah. and so if we're going inner child shit here i'm gonna go tuck myself in a corner <laughs> and not look at anyone yeah, yeah. like maybe, maybe a lot I was, of children did not want to go moo moo quack quack yeah. yeah like maybe i was the snail Maybe I was just making a secretion noise that you couldn't hear. Get on yeah. my le- well, like. Yeah, no, it's that's also, that's such a. I love that. But also, like for true. teachers too. Like I'm thinking of a Aries yoga teacher I have semi regularly, and there's always that portion of the class that's like, "Okay, guys, now do whatever." And it's like, "Oh God!" Like for me, like that's like I'm like, "No, I don't want to do whatever. I came here to be instructed. I came here to like be taught." And for some people, this is like. Uh, such a hoot and a holler but for me i'm sitting here like can't wait to get back to the lesson <laughs> i don't mind a little bit of free time but i i personally don't want to make animal noises and if you want to that's totally cool man like do mm-hmm. whatever you want but for me i'm not going to and that's part of my practice is being in silence do you guys hear how much i talk on this podcast part of the reason i go to yoga is because you're not allowed to talk in there mm-hmm. and I, it's hard for me so I'm doing, this is my practice. This has nothing yeah. to do with your instruction or whatever. I need time to be silent. Uh, just thinking of moon things too. Like my, like one of my least favorite things is when someone's like, come on, like 
that's just have like what you're saying of like wasn't i thought you guys wanted to like cut loose like i went to uh yola dia which is put on like by Lee, who's the most pisces performer i love her and she was last and it's like and this a festival's like targeted to like young 30 year olds who like you know standing all day at a festival is like it's it's amazing we all made it out so it's like you're at the end of the night and it's a mezcal sponsored festival and at the end she's so wasted and she's on stage and she's singing beautifully and then she's like come on i'm the last don't you want to dance like come on everybody and it was like no no we're like you're the last we're tired you should have went on two time slots earlier if you were like you should have caught us on our way up like but pisces is like it's the end like go out with a bang and we're all like like she ended her set and then ev- like everyone left and then she came back on she's like i'm doing an encore <laughs> Oh no! but it was like yeah. girl you need to come out soon like i'm sorry like i've been here since 2 p.m it is now 10 30 i've been on my feet in the sun like but it was just that like projection of like oh you're not getting like this is really fun for you and also probably a lot of people here but then there's a whole group of us earth signs that like need to lay down right now (laughs) well i think something to remember too is that we like again because sun is like ego and Mm. identity that that there are also parts of us that we aren't in control of or like that we can control but i think a moon sign is a reminder that it's like you're gonna have reactions that you weren't planning on having Mm -hmm. sometimes and that's okay it doesn't again it doesn't mean that you aren't still your sun sign but it's the reminder that like i think that we you know astrology one of the down falls of it or one of the dangers of it that people are always like don't you know uh you know categorize people don't mm-hmm. put them in boxes and that but i think that it is a way that we try to kind of like assert control over our our lives in a in a certain way but as a reminder of like that there's always that kind of what we we're talking about at the beginning there's always this element of of things that we're not in control of mm-hmm. and i think that moon signs are a nice place to look to that too where it's like oh here's where i'm gonna maybe have a response that i wasn't planning on that i might not maybe you like maybe you don't like but it's like yeah that's this is like in internal this is locked away whether it's past life whether it's Mm -hmm. just your body remembering things or whatever but it's like you can't you're not running the show all the time so even this idea too of like oh well I don't feel like a a so-and-so and and it's like well okay sometimes you don't but the rest of the rest of the world highly disagrees with you because (laughs) you aren't in control of all of the ways that you're putting out information even Mm -hmm. when you're not just because you aren't selecting the words doesn't mean you aren't we're always communicating even if it's with nothing that is still a a form of communication Mm -hmm. you know um, just check. She is a Gemini moon. So I made, again, okay. rest, rest my case, your honor. Couldn't help but say it. Also highly buzzed off the scale. Also, I love Lily. No shade to her. Just a tired earth sign over here. Come on the just, pot. Come on the pot, I, baby. Yeah, I mean, also like, we'll say great yoga class, fellow podcaster. <laughs> like I, I, it's cool that you wanted to try something different, but yes. I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that it's it's less the like I think, and especially with 
your your placement specifically too. I think like general. Anytime you're generalizing like that, like when you were a kid, yeah, like I don't, don't like that. Don't prescribe me a thing that you think is gonna be the answer to my free. If you want, if this mm-hmm. is an instruction in the class, I'll that's do it different. too. Yes. Like if you're gonna tell, if you're gonna, but if you're gonna leave the room and all that kind of shit, then then it's like, well, I don't. I don't know if I really think you really care if we do this or not. Yeah, then like, this also wasn't... Just tell us you need a pee break. Or it's like, that's not really <laughs> for us then. It's for you to feel like you you made us do a thing. Something or, different. You yeah. know what I mean? As opposed to like, oh, actually, I think you would benefit from this. Then it's, I'm your instructor. You came to me for guidance. So make an animal noise. This e- is a direct. Either way, I'm still probably not doing it. Yeah. I, I've had other yoga teachers that do... Let's all dance and everything, and then they get mad if you don't do it fully. Well, if I wanted to come to dance class, I would have. I'm here because I, I'm tight. I need to stretch, and I want to shut off my brain. I don't want to mm-hmm. be thinking about who's dancing over there. Or what, mm-hmm. like. Also, ever been to a forced dance party? It sucks. sucks. Yeah, I can't suck. love it. The most fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why is no one dancing? Should I turn the lights? Should I do this? And it's like, no, it's just, it's a feeling. It's like, you know when it's happening, and that's the best feeling in the world is when you look around, you're like, oh, shit. We're doing, we're moving the fucking couch to oh, the side. Oh, it's happening. Everybody's, it's, it's taken over. And this kind of goes with what we talked about before, where it's just like, it's like when, it's like when you haven't been out dancing in a long time, you're like, I want to go dancing. I can, I have time Friday. And it's like, oh, but no, you want to like, randomly happen like it's just like those feelings of like letting things come to you and not like i don't know it's like scheduling fun or scheduling like feel or even scheduling feelings of like i love when i just have a good night out dancing it's like well those good nights out dancings were like just happened to be those occasions and they weren't even really that calculator plan and you love that feeling but maybe there might be a lull in that like dance natural organic dance party that breaks out you can't force well i think there's a difference between making sure i think that there's a like a medium between those where sometimes you do need to schedule i guess put yourself out there to make to to let it it happen priority but sometimes that also means allowing if a dance party is breaking out it that's to me is moon sign where it's like sometimes you can't help it this is the night you did this it wasn't the night it was scheduled but this is the night the dance party is happening so fucking Mm -hmm. get your Put on your boogie shoes, bitch. Like it's time. <laughs> it's time to dance. Be open to not being in control of all mm-hmm. of that. I think so much where we are just so and this is something that I am like working on personally. And so I'm speaking to myself about this. But we just are even when we don't think that that's what we're doing as a Sagittarius. I don't think people would be like, oh, that's about control or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like that it, we're all human beings with brains that want us to be in that, like to think that we're in charge of all of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is like reminding your brain that it's, that it can be in charge. It can, it can do, it can make the schedule as much as possible, but also allowing for the things that are going to happen to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. I also think that like, and this is something I'm really working on too, because I, And I was reading, like, a lot of this stuff in Jonathan Kainer's book today, and it's like, oh, you're such a generous and loyal friend. And, like, I I do think I am, but I also – I'm working on actually doing that a lot less because I I think, for instance, like, a dance night, it's like, you know, that night you went out and you had so much fun and you went to, like, this one specific place and they had one specific style of music and you you were really into it and it was, like, you and your three best friends or your two best friends or, like, whoever – and then, like, for me, my my trap is, like, oh, well, I'm going to go 
try to recreate that. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm going to go. Someone else wanted to go to this place instead. It's a different kind of music. They're bringing a friend, blah, blah, blah. And I'll never say no the whole way along the way mm-hmm. because I want to have my fun night with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the one that's like, no, don't please don't bring your friend. Or no, I don't like that kind of music. Or I don't want to go to your venue. Or we last time we came to my house first, or your house. Can we do this? Or can we get ready together? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be the needy one that's saying no all the time. So I just let it go, and then it's like not as fun. Uh, because I do, the amount of times yeah. I wish I could say, please don't bring <laughs> that person. Or or can you alert me if you're bringing like extra company that I am? Well, not- I always say yes anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. So I'm really working on that. And it's like loyalty and generosity, they're great traits, but not always for you. See, mm-hmm. this is where I think my Cancer Mars gets all avoidant as fuck because I'm like, fuck, that person's a flight risk. They always bring randoms. Now I'll never hang out with this person I enjoy because I'm a stubborn ass, like going into like a stubborn ass tourist. But it's like, nope, I've done enough uh, sample testing and this is like it. But I don't, I guess it's just, the thing is like taking stock in like who you are, but also recognizing imperfections are like just part of like, it's just like, it's well, just life. Even those traits that you don't, that you value in yourself aren't yeah. always beneficial to you. Well, right. I think also there's in all of this too, it's like saying, saying, please don't bring that friend. Or <laughs> I think we should go to this thing does not make you a disloyal bad friend i know know? it intellectually but in the moment it's so hard for me and i think a lot of people are like this socially absolutely i don't think like socially i think we are all we've all been socialized to be a certain ways and not certain ways and whatever so i think it's very difficult but yeah i think like just i mean some of those nights when it's random person came we went to this other like bar super crowded whatever expensive blah 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 and mm-hmm. some of those nights i wish i stayed home mm-hmm. yeah but allowed to i mean i think that that is such a perfect though encapsulation of all of what we've been talking about where it's like you're still uh, and this is a reminder to myself too because i think sometimes we get caught up in what are uh, what these other planets are doing that we feel like we aren't our sun sign anymore. Like we're mm-hmm. not, if I do this thing, if I say no, if I stay home or whatever, am I still the fun mm-hmm. party girl or whatever that I feel like I am at heart? And I think it's like a good reminder that no, no one action or whatever undoes all of these things. So like staying true to sometimes that calls for different types of behavior. Sometimes staying true to who you are calls for you to be the boring person or whatever or be sometimes you are gonna you know have to say like no don't bring that friend and that doesn't mean that you are a bad friend anymore but it's like you know knowing knowing the which is a hard thing especially yeah like you all everything you just said well uh, i think but it's- like the not not getting too worried about the mechanisms that you use trusting that you are that you have that glowing sun on you at all times that that is as if that's the guiding thing. So even if it, de- if you deviate from that, sometimes you still are that thing. Well, I think it like, it will be interesting to think when we talk more about the other planets in their clusters too, of like, now I'm thinking like, Oh, well not much has changed of like, 
oh, I went out dancing with like my friend who bought her random friends. And actually that one night it was fun because we have, we got let in for free and we got the, because she, she brought the random asshole. Like he actually knew the person that was there and we got drinks and like those things. It's like, oh, all those external things were good that day. And then like ch- take that same person onto a different external setting. And then it's like, I don't know, like I'm thinking now of like, even thinking of transits of like what things that are outer the outer affects the inner like even if the inner is like set in its ways it's like that's fine because like there's sometimes where the risk is worth it and it's like there's not like a deficit i don't know like i'm i'm just thinking of like all the in versus out and it's blowing my goddamn mind well i think that's great i do think we skipped over venus a little bit i uh, don't have anything that they want to i would like to reiterate something that i heard on uh i think kind of mm-hmm. uh, as a compliment to the sex discussion too um jessica lineato talked about this on her podcast too about venus i think that again it gets like a rap for being love romantic and you know, because mm-hmm. of who's written books and everything heteronormative in that way. But I think the reminder, what she brought up was that Venus is our values. Yeah. And relationships, of course, are a huge value for people. That's, you know, and that doesn't need, need to be romantic, but it's um, a- any friendships, one to one partnerships of any kind, family, whatever. But I think remembering getting out of this idea of it only applying to love and romance and remembering that Venus is again kind of the complement to Mars where it's like this is something that drives you and Venus is something that you value that you like that you admire that you find pleasure and um, beauty and comfort and and enjoyment in so that might not be a romantic relationship or it might be a romantic relationship but it also is I think getting it out of that box and and remembering that that can be this is your approach to how you put your clothes together this is the approach to how you spend your money how you spend your your resources how you uh how you engage with people the you know the other things are like the tools that you use to maybe procure those things or how you uh, you know use your words to get someone that you value or get get things but it is like oh this is I feel like Venus is something that actually I've been not avoiding but I feel like is one of those ones where I'm like oh I've got that one figured out but mm-hmm. then I'm like oh no like you I forget about that a lot about actually like oh I enjoy sitting quietly in a park or something and just like looking out and that's so that's not a romantic relationship but that's like a oh i like sitting quietly i didn't know you did that (laughs) (laughs) yeah not that specifically but i like i like going out places by myself because i'm engaging with the world in a way and that i that to me i forget as i'm a venus sag Mm -hmm. and i'm a very like loyal committed person and that isn't in a lot of the descriptions with venus sag but i love doing things by myself and that's very venus sag where i'm like i value being able to go off and i value being self uh contained and go off baby to talk to new people and let new experiences happen and things like that so reminding yourself that it doesn't have to look the way that you think it does and and that it's it's values and that can be applied in a bunch of different scenarios yeah i think reframing venus like really came up a lot in thinking of personal planets because it's since and and even with mars with sex where it's like it's so like 
based on other people in that kind of way. And mm-hmm. this is about your, this, the yeah. personal planets is about yourself and what you, again, value, what drives you. And I think that's fun, especially if maybe it is like been kind of boring to think about like these two planets that we think about in compatibility and that we think about like love and sex and this and that as like desires and action. And I think thinking of like my, my Taurus Venus too, this has been like a huge, like, revelation during like Saturn returning time of like I'm a Taurus Venus obviously like blankets and eating and like all like the nice like lovey things are great I like to share those with people I also like have this cancer Mars that's really resentful in this Aries moon that's very like what like in rage where if I want to share something with someone and they don't care about it as much as I do I get like all up in my feelings about it and then I realize like oh not everybody likes needs to like the same things as you. If you like going and spending like nine hours at the spa and someone wants to leave after two, well, you keep staying or you or you go by yourself. Or like, I think just like the tourist does want to like, it wants to share, but sometimes that can be in a very forceful way. That's like, I don't get why you don't like this. Well, it's value. And- if, someone, if someone doesn't see the value in hanging out at the spa for nine hours, then <laughs> they don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you do, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But then the like, el- like, but then going into the 11th housey stuff, like thinking then putting that in a house, it does, it wants to share so much. And like, not everybody wants to share like back and I think it's that even that parrot mentality of like look how nice I'm doing to you but in that very like scratch your backs I'll scratch mine and it's like oh yeah just it's people aren't pawns like (laughs) it's like do like do things when you want to do things out of like joy and tenderness in your heart but like also realize like that's like you're not getting cool person points for like turning someone on to something that you think is cool and they go yeah cool thanks for that dance and it's like why don't you care more about it (laughs) yes i think that's interesting too because i have a gemini venus which i think it is about sharing as well but in a different way um because like i do consider like i was thinking when you're saying that you like going places alone i'm like i like going places alone too but I like it because I like to report back. Like I like to Mm. share, I like to take pictures or write about it. Or like, I like to like communicate that, which is very Gemini. And I also think like a mix between kind of my Taurus placements and Gemini Venus being the first house as well. One of the things that I really like to do is share where, um, like if everyone's drinking the same bottle of wine, I find Mm -hmm. that very personal and very like, um, Oh, we're all like sharing in one experience yeah. together. Uh, or if we're all like eating the same meal or something. And mm-hmm. and it's it's more difficult at a restaurant or something, but you know, a big party or something where everyone's yeah. eating the same food and drinking the same drinks. Like it feels like more of a shared experience, which I, I really value. And I think that's also a, a Gemini thing where it's like a mirror reflection of what you're doing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, like f- f- uh, going to food is like, that is storytelling. Like that mm-hmm. is, there is like, history and like a narrative that's like woven into like the whole and especially if you care about like food and beverage and like a kind of like bigger like in a bigger picture way which like I feel like a Gemini could be like that's fascinating the story of the bottle like this vineyard like tell tell me more like 
no, that's like I like this idea of like reporting. I never thought of Gemini's as little like reporters <laughs> as well, like just being like, and I gotta tell you about. It. Well, I love bringing up the mirror because I think that Gemini Venus is another one that kind of gets a bad rap for like, oh, you're Gemini, you're fickle, you can never make up your mind or whatever. But that mirror idea is so. That's so. That's such a value thing. Nobody values being fickle or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's not a way. It, that's not a way to describe Venus. But also, I do think that it gets the reputation as hoes and whatever. And we get like in the Gemini Facebook group, we all joke about it. But like, because if I have that bottle of wine that I've been saving for y'all to, and mm-hmm. it ends up being a guest episode, I'm not gonna be like, you can't have any to the guest. Yeah, <laughs> of course I want them to share in it too. And yes. every other person that walks in the door, if there's a producer that comes with them, or my boyfriend comes home, or whoever, like however it happens, and that, that's in the scenario of us podcasting. But mm-hmm. in whatever whoever comes over in my home i'm not gonna be like oh well you you don't get to share in this with the rest of us yes it's everyone gets some mm-hmm. because the value is sharing the right. value isn't the value isn't the one being whoever yes. like fucking whoever i want all the time the value is connecting with people where, and being a mirror for them mm-hmm. and i'm not yeah it's where so my Taurus venus is like mm, just friends yeah, <laughs> like actually i'm gonna vet you first before <laughs> you like it's like do you know the girl pouring herself a glass of wine like who invited her but that's the <laughs> that's a different value even than a you know i feel like a less controversial venus would be a taurus venus anyways but the value isn't being like stubborn and selective mm-hmm. it's quality it's right it's specificity it's like this i want i'm willing to hold out for the specific thing that i want mm-hmm. as opposed to indiscriminately that nothing has meaning it's like oh no some things are special and that's the thing so mm-hmm. i think it's like or we- even the airness just being like well yeah no, that's like nice to treat everybody like equal yeah. like in an equal friendly like inviting way ra- rather than this like explain yourself i'm not gonna like let them share my clothes and stuff of course. Like that. <laughs> hell like, no with experience i do want everyone to be able to to um fit in or yeah come in and i i definitely know that vibe too of like as a tourist like oh someone just like reached their hand into your cookie jar is that cool like yeah this or like grab weed or whatever this is like a side thought but this makes me like when we have like a brainstorming meaty day of just like thinking of these like very like again we talked about this kinsey like thinking of things like examples like that like like a stranger comes in your home and you have a bottle of wine out do you share do you get a glass or do you hide or do you like or does no one get it or does it like oh sorry i only planned this for me like thinking of those examples of like because i think those bring out a mixture of those moon gut answers but then also these more like uh targeted like planet placement things that are like how do you share how do you um how do you confront how do you confront somebody Mm -hmm. and again these can change of course based on person in this but let's broad strokes right like broad general general. yeah but i think again just to you know wrap it up with this too that these are all ways that you like enact parts of your personality they are not your personality or whatever you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you are not your personality isn't sharing wine with everybody this is how you (laughs) sharing is important to you this is how you enact it in those situations or whatever so remembering when you're looking at your personal planets that these are like the mechanisms by which you put yourself out there these are the Mm -hmm. the you know the tools that you have at your disposal as opposed to you know you know when we get into outer planets the bigger kind of you know societal trends and family trauma histories and things like that but these are like these are the the things that you 
that are important to you and these are how these are how you show who you are and things like that and they're just parts just because you just because you are sharing in one place doesn't mean you aren't uh Mm -hmm. you know stingy in another place and that doesn't none of those things mean that you can't also be uh a pisces or whatever you know what i mean so it's these are all components that make up the whole none of them are singular in a vacuum they all play a part into who you are Mm -hmm. preach get personal i mean i think this is a fun one to like sit down like your chart's a big old thing like really just sitting down and looking at those personal plans to just really meditating on like these other like primal feelings of thinking sharing talking loving doing things is like i don't know it helped like it really like reframed like how i thought about what they were like i was like oh this is just like the reaction one and this is just like this it's like oh it's like you can't write them off on the simple like one answer thing like they do a lot and they do a lot of stuff together yeah and don't you don't have to like pathologize it so much it's more information but yeah yeah well, well, take a look at those personals. Yeah. And uh, thank you for getting personal with us. Oh, <laughs> mommy. Right. Oh, mommy. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?